0: But uh, we may go into the very wee hours uh, tomorrow. Nate personally joins us, law professor at Columbia University, dear friend of the takeaway. Nate, it's always great to talk to you. Good morning. Thanks for having me. How vulnerable are we in legal terms to having a heck of a lot of uh, recounts this 2010 midterm elections? It's the most expensive election so far. We've got a lot of tight races. We've got a lot of undecided voters. We've got early voting going on. We've got a lot of absentee votes uh to be counted plus we've got a lot of states where they're actually changing the technology in mid stream in 2010 how confident are you that we're going to know anything by uh, tomorrow uh, you know wednesday morning
1: well we'll know a lot but there will be i would say as many as a dozen recounts going on. I mean, I, I think uh, while I'm hesitant to make such predictions in most elections, it's because of how many close races there are uh, this time around. And so the probability of a recount is directly related to whether, uh, you know, we have close races, and you see them in the Senate races, the governor's races, the um, uh, and, and Congress. Uh, and so with so many races in play, uh, you can be pretty sure that there's going to be a considerable amount of um, sort of uh, hand-wringing on election night and then uh, in the coming weeks as we try to recount the ballots.
0: Nate, personally, it sounds like you're having some serious fun with this. So you're working on an article that's allegedly entitled The Next Chad to Dangle, referring to the uh, terminology that came out of the 2000 election between Gore v. Bush. Um, But I'm wondering, you know, there's a lot of talk about voting technology, and I suspect you'll have plenty to say about that. But is there recount technology also that needs to be updated uh, in this environment?
1: Well, it depends on how how people are balloting to begin with, what type of technology they're using. And so different types of technology will lead to different types of recounts. Uh, What we've learned through since the 2000 election, I would remind people that this is now the 10th anniversary of Bush versus Gore, that we have – that You really can't predict before an election the types of issues which are going to be central to a recount afterwards. So while everyone remembers the dangling and chads of the 2000 election, the night of the election people thought the issue was going to be ballot confusion and the Palm Beach butterfly ballot, which was one of the reasons a lot of people ended up voting for candidates that didn't intend to vote for. But later on we had issues dealing with, for example, absentee ballots in the Minnesota senatorial recount two years ago, or issues of you know illegal voters in, in uh, a recount count in in Washington. So uh, it's really hard ex-ante to figure out what the issues are going to be.
0: Well, without knowing, he famously, the late Tim Russert said in in 2000, it was going to be all down to Florida, Florida, Florida. But uh, this year, what are the races you're going to be watching?
1: Well, I'm looking at Alaska, which is literally going to keep us up all night because Lisa Murkowski is running as a write-in candidate. And it's going to, uh, under the best of circumstances, it's going to require um, that all those ballots be counted and make sure that people People uh, are actually voting for Lisa Murkowski uh, when they write her name in. Uh, and so write-in candidacies can cause all kinds of havoc if it's a close election because you have all kinds of debates as to uh, who the voter may have been trying to vote for.
0: Uh, Nate personally of Columbia University, uh, the Colorado is also, as I understand, the Secretary of State is also fearing that they're going to have a recount there because the, the margin is so, so thin. And he actually approached the Secretary of State of Uh, Minnesota because they recently had to do the recount between Al Franken and Nor Coleman. Are there things that a Secretary of State can do in advance to make the recount process easier? Well, the
1: best thing they can do is have clear rules as to how the recount is going to proceed. I mean, one of the problems with Florida in 2000 is that there were all types of conflicting rules as to how to do the recount. And uh, the best that you can hope for is that there's someone who has the trust of both parties who can um, actually uh, craft a nonpartisan recount. That's extremely difficult. And although people hail Minnesota as being this model. It took them six months to resolve the yeah. Senate dispute there. So it's not the kind of thing that we can sort of ordinarily just sit back and deliberate over. Um, and a lot of what might have happened in Minnesota has to do with the niceness of Minnesotans, not as anything about their rules in particular.
0: Niceness of Minnesotans. Yes, we talk about that a lot uh, here in public radio. Nate, personally, you know, in in legal terms, uh, democracies are about the voice of the people speaking loudly and clearly, but. In the United States, when the margin is narrow and errors crop up in the system... Is there any precedent uh, statewide or nationwide of who it is that certifies an election? And in a close race, it's the voice of what official that's really speaking here?
1: It's frequently the chief election officer of the states. And that, for example, in 2000 was Catherine Harris, the secretary of state of Florida, who happened also to be the chairwoman of Bush's campaign there. Uh, and in other states, you'll have uh, uh, people who were running Democratic campaigns being the ones certifying the election.
0: Yeah. In 2000, you had the Supreme Court also weighing in to basically certify in a certain sense. Uh, do legal scholars regret that that happened in 2000, 10 years on?
1: You know, I, I recently did a poll this summer, both of mass and elites on, on this, and we are still divided as a country as to the fairness of Bush versus Gore, equally divided. So Republicans believe the decision was fair. Democrats believe it was unfair.
0: So, we may do elections well, but we don't do recounts terribly well, or sort of the subsequent kind of procedural mess that results in a really, really close election.
1: Well, you know, U.S. democracy is a work in progress, uh, and each election shows uh, sort of the fragile underbelly of our democracy if an election is close. And I think that it's with recounts that we realize uh, all the problems that we need to fix.
0: He'll be staying up to see where the chads are dangling. Nate Persily, law professor at Columbia University, talking about the potential for recounts in the 2010 election, the most expensive midterms in U.S. history. Professor Persily, thanks so much. Thank you. And, of course, go to the takeaway.org. We'll have full election coverage all night, no matter how long it goes and how many recounts there are with the Todd Zwillick and uh, the entire takeaway election staff.